Hello, I'm Leanna Bella. And I'm Helen Chikuti. And welcome to Family Law Podcast. So this is the first time Helen has done a podcast with us. So welcome to Family Law Podcast, Helen. Helen is one of our most senior lawyers at Pearson's and she's been with the firm for 16 years. And we've had to put up with her for that long. No, it's wonderful. And so uh, today's topic, Helen, is? Um, De facto relationships. So what is a de facto relationship? I think, I don't know about you, Helen, but when I go to parties, it is the most commonly asked question. Uh, My daughter has a boyfriend. They've been living together. That's not de facto, is it? And you say, well, how long have you been living together? Oh, five or six years. Yeah, that's de facto. Or my daughter's got a boyfriend, but they don't live together. Is that de facto? Or anyway, that's a really commonly asked question. Why? Because most people don't want to be in a de facto relationship if it means they've got to divide assets. That's right. And also, if um, they may not be living together, I mean, we know there's cases where they might just stay together for a few days, you know, uh, overnight, four nights a week. Yeah. It can constitute a de facto relationship. But I think. They're, they're one of the um, majority of cases that we yeah, are seeing. Really tricky, yeah. isn't it? Really tricky. Because um, there is, you know, the court does say it is about um, being a couple and living together on a genuine domestic basis. But what factors the court looks at will depend on each case. It's not and as clear cut as being married, right? right? You're right. married, you've got a marriage certificate. You're de facto, there's a lot of different factors, yeah. isn't there? Although you can register your relationship. Have so you ever had one? No, I haven't. No. no so, you, Helen's right. Yeah. You can register your relationship, but people don't. I don't know why. I guess they figure if I was going to bother registering my relationship, I might as well get married and get a marriage certificate. That's right. So, I've never in all my years had anybody who's um, registered a relationship. That could be done since, was it 2009? I think it's uh, uh, a bit earlier than that, yeah, 2007. Anyway, we do know which year it is. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what is a de facto relationship? Well, it covers, of course, heterosexual couples as well as same-sex relationships. And um, what gives rise to the relationship, I guess, is that usually, as a rule of thumb, you've lived together for two years or there's a child. Yep, there's a child. um, There's a common residence that you generally share, but that's not always the case. I mean, sometimes, as I've said, there could be... um, There's been cases where some people are married and also have a de facto relationship. So you may have more than one party to a proceeding. Or there's a sexual relationship. Um, I was giving a conference the other day and one of the women said, but what if you've lived together but you haven't had sex? And I said to this particular participant at the conference, well, how long have they lived together, this couple? Oh, 10 years, but they haven't had sex for 10 years. And I said, well, married couples sometimes haven't had sex for 10 years, but they're still married. I don't think the fact that they may not have an intimate relationship right, means they're not de facto. They can still be de facto. So it's Also, de- how, how the um, other people perceive you, if you get an invitation jointly to an event such as a wedding or you know, engagement and people perceive you as a couple, that's also a factor that the court um, can consider as to what constitutes a de facto That's what they call the public aspect of the relationship. Right. So what is the public aspect? Do, do people always know? Mary and Tom, they're a couple, they live together, etc. So the public aspect, the care of the children, as we said, if you're caring for children. Um, I guess the commitment to a shared life. That's right. Um, I did one where the parties had two separate residences, they lived in their two separate residences, but sometimes on the weekends, in fact, most weekends, there might have been a one-night sleepover. Clothes in separate houses, but a couple of things that he had 
in her wardrobe but not not most of it you know separate medic you know the right medicare addresses were separate on their medicard care card licenses but they had um, my client or the male had signed a document saying he would participate in IVF with her as a couple. And so that pretty much makes them a de facto couple. So that sort of thing. Um, yes. Whether they're declared on a tax return, that's another important indicator. Yes, because that's a commitment to a shared but life. there is times where I've had cases where they're not listed on the tax return as a de facto um, couple, but they are have been found to be in a relationship. So that doesn't either exclude it as a de facto relationship. If you don't want to be in danger of being in a de facto relationship, and there are lots of people who don't want to be because it's their second or third relationship, mm -hmm. etc., or they might have two relationships going at the one time, be married but also have a relationship going because that can happen. You can be de facto with Mary and married to Jane at the one time. So if that's the case and you don't want to be in danger of being de facto, then you just don't live together at all. You don't have any of those elements of a promise of a shared residence in the future that you're going to buy something and live together. Merge you don't finances. merge finances and you don't pay for each other's holidays. That's right. You don't pay for each other's health insurance or doctor's appointments. You keep things very straight and down the line and very separate. And you date with some sleepovers, but not regular common sleepovers. So if you are unsure about whether or not you're in a de facto relationship, or for some people, they want to know if their children are in a de facto relationship before they gift them a deposit on the house That's or right. money, then I think it's wise to come in to Pearson's and obtain a free appointment from one of our many solicitors so that we can give you some guidance on where you stand in that regard. So if you do want your free appointment, contact Pearson's on 13006996688 and we can book you in with a consultation. So thank you and for now, goodbye from Leanne and Helen and thank you for night. listening.